Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, my next guest wants to encourage people to consider organ donation. From being a busy hairdresser in her early 20s to undergoing dialysis in hospital for three days a week, hours at a time, Trudy Hayes' life changed drastically all in the blink of an eye. And she joins me on the line now. Trudy, how are you? Hi, Claire. How are you? Lovely to talk to you. Um, when did all of this start? I, I gave a, a kind of a, a, a window into what was going on. You know, you were you were busy working as a hairdresser and it all changed. What happened? Yeah, I guess it's a long story, but I'll try and condense it for radio. Um, back in about 2007, I guess I was just really, really busy working away like, oh, everybody at that age. And I had a great job. I was, we just had a, a lovely house that we were doing up. I was engaged to be married. I pretty much just thought, that was the way my life was now. Um, I started to get these really bad headaches and I kind of just brushed them off. Because you don't really think of anything when you're that young, I guess. You just think they're headaches. I just took some paracetamol, got on with my life. Um, but I remember we were working away. We used to travel a lot with work and I was working away in London. And I was never the type of person to take a day off. But the headaches were getting so bad and I started to vomit with them. And I kind of still put them down to maybe a migraine or something like that. They were so bad that time that I ended up going home early. And um, I woke up in hospital basically the next day. Apparently, um, I suppose this is how much I never thought about illness. Um, my dad was still my next of kin, even though I was ready to be married. And he got a phone call from the pilot to say I was in hospital. So you can imagine how scary that was. And I guess I just ended up... Um, with organ failure. Wow, and that's not something you think you're going to hear, as you say, as a young, healthy person who hadn't had any issues up until then. So did that kick off the whole time of of dialysis? Yeah, completely. So um, the doctors are are really great in the hospital and they they basically just explained to me that I would have to start dialysis and um, my kidneys were like... uh, just shot, basically. Uh, so I was really nervous. I didn't really know what that meant, but um, I had quite a positive attitude easy, and I just thought, oh, well, it'll be fine. You know, I didn't really take on um, how, that, how big a deal it was at the time. But I basically started into this crazy new routine um, of hours and hours a day on attached to the machine. And as somebody who has, who's like busy, busy, go, go all the time, it's very, very hard for me to sit still. Uh, so I struggle with that a lot. And then all of the other things that go with dialysis, like you, you're fitted with a catheter, basically. Um, some people in their arms, some people in their neck, um, and some in their tummy. So it's like having to take that on as well when you're young is, is quite a big deal. You know, you're constantly trying to hide it. And um, yeah, and all of the other things like, you're puffy all the time. You can't drink a lot of water. You can't drink a lot of food because nothing's going out. So uh, you're basically reduced to about eight ounces a day of fluid. So you're just constantly thirsty, constantly tired and cold. It's um, Yeah, it's not a life when you're younger. Yeah, and, it, and, and everything was going, as you say, and then everything had to stop. And, and when did um, yeah. an organ transplant begin to, to be discussed? Well, they they always mention it straight away, you know. Um, I mean, that's always the goal. And 
organ donation basically isn't, it's not a cure. I know a lot of people that don't know a lot about organ donation, they think that's the, the end of it, then you're cured. But actually, it's just the best form of treatment that they have. And um, so they, they do talk about it straight away, that that's, that's the goal to get to uh, get a better chance of life here, not attached to the machine. So um, I guess I, I ended up on the list and naively I thought, oh, a couple of months, I'll get, you know, I'll get a kidney. I didn't really comprehend the length of the list and how much of a build-up and a work-up that has to happen, you know, tissue matching and uh, blood work and um, lots and lots of tests to make sure everybody's healthy on both sides. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a big job, you know, and my family obviously wanted to do do that for me, but I, I turned them down. It's, it's um, psychologically, it's an awful thing to have to ask your family and put them into position to be able to make you better. You know, not many people want to do that, and it's not something anybody would want to do. Um, but obviously, it's the best option too because you're you're getting someone that's a close match because they're family. Um, so my dad, after about a year and a half, he got worked up, and he was a good enough match for me. Um, but unfortunately, after about eight months to a year, that kind of started to fail. Um, my body started to reject it. Um, so that was awful. Um, and the guilt of that, obviously, for me. And, um, oh, it's so tough because, of course, yeah. it was nothing that you, you did. And, of course, as your dad, he would want to do that. But he'd gone through you know, a, a big operation, he'd lost an organ for it not to to work. I'm sure it was it, it was really tough, but no need for you to feel guilty. But I suppose it is a, a natural reaction. And and then your mom said she'd like to help. Yeah, I went back on dialysis and um, they took the kidney out. And then um, I, I actually dipped into a bit of a dark place then, you know, for a while. But um, I spent a lot of time in hospital after that. And then they have to work it all back up again, get your strength back up before you can go back onto the the list, you know, because if you're not healthy enough to accept the kidney. So it took another five years after that. Um, my mum got tested and she was thankfully a 100% match, um, which is amazing. So um, I've had no trouble since then and it's been an absolute dream um, back to life and and experience life the way I used to experience it, you know, and having a new zest for it all over again. And I suppose, you, you know, you tell your story to encourage people. Like we, we have had the bill passed that people will have to opt out. So we will assume that people will be organ donors, but it hasn't been passed into law as of yet. But for those who aren't carrying a donor card, is that why you, you tell your story? Oh my God, yeah, because it's so important. I don't think it's it's something that nobody thinks about until a family or friend or something is in this position. And nor should you probably want to think about it um, on a daily basis. But like one person can save up to seven people's lives, and that's a massive legacy to leave behind. I think, and um, it all it takes is to fill out an e card or um, your the back of your license. If there are all those options that are there, you can look it up online. I just think it's such a worthwhile thing to look into um, that your life could go on or somebody's life in your family could go on to make such a difference. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and none of us want to talk about these kinds of things, but it is the kind of stuff that you should let your feelings be known with your family. So, you know, in the event of an accident or something happening to you, they know what your intentions are. Um, And when you describe what your life was like in that dialysis and the the tough time that once you had a a kidney match, you were able to just get back to being fabulous you. Um, And fabulous you are indeed because you are an incredible hairdresser. I've availed of your your services from time to time myself. So how is life for you now? Yeah, like, I mean, life is great. I have my own business now and I'm running a marathon on Saturday. <laughs> um, so I'm really healthy. Um, I'm in the process of fostering um, and working my way up to that. So uh, lots going on and lots of life after transplantation, which is great. So I'm hoping to give people that are on the list still uh, a bit of hope. Amazing. Well, good luck um, at the marathon on Saturday and I hope our paths cross very soon. Trudy Hayes, thank you so much for coming on. No problem, Dave. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.